0: I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the Atwoods End
1: Podcast. <laughs> We're recording. Kittens can be real assholes.
0: <laughs> Why are we here? What am I done? <laughs> Who am I? Who am
1: I? I only show.
0: Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. <It's> so <laughs> great. Salsa. <laughs>
1: I don't know, is that even a word? Welcome back to the Atwood's End podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Megs. And this
0: is episode 31 Rise and Shine. So, Kim, how are you? Give me a life update.
1: I'm good. This week's actually been pretty. Well, I guess the last, like, two weeks, because we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks, has been pretty eventful. So, like, this is my highlight reel. <laughs> my car broke down Sunday, which sucked. Oh. Uh, like, the starter, the bell, the air vent, a bunch of stuff broke. So Sounds that like you're was just expensive. making up
0: words, or just, like, words that, do they belong in a car? <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> yeah, I know. I was referencing, like, my brother and my dad being like, um, <laughs> yeah. do I need them to fix these things? <laughs> How crucial is a starter? I'm not starting anything yeah. in my car. <laughs> yeah, so that was an expensive bill that I wasn't anticipating, but it's life. At least it was fixed in like a day. And then I have been going to my circus school classes as we've previously <laughs> talked about, and it is so hard, but I'm improving slightly, and I can now stand on the ribbon. Okay, uh, you foot go. Off the So I'm I'm calling that a big win and then i'm getting ready to go to nashville in like two weeks for a friend's bachelorette so i'm excited about that and my family just decided to book a trip to the yukon in september which is insane
0: i i think that literally for most like shocking vacation reveal kim coming out with yukon like that's no (laughs) basic bitch amalfi coast it's it's, (laughs)
1: it's it's because like we were i was talking with my family we were saying how it was like kind of a bucket list thing to see the northern lights and so you kind of have to go to an area where like the northern lights are a bit more I've seen common them. yeah which is that was kind of what sparked like that time of year tends to be pretty good in the Yukon for northern okay, lights okay cool
0: cool there's an app and, that you can use and it tells oh my God, you I think my
1: mom downloaded
0: yeah it. okay yeah because I use that in Iceland and I, that's how we saw them we we use the oh, app. Oh,
1: that's so cool. Yeah. Okay. So my, I'll, tell my, I'll have to tell my family and that. She had the uh, right. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Cause she's been looking at it, but no, I'm super excited for that. Grizzlies. There's one grizzly for every six humans that time of year. In the Love country. it. So that is like both really cool and terrifying. Cause I think we're planning on doing a lot of hikes, but there's you know, no way we have of getting away spray. from them.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. A, like a black bear make yourself big make yourself scary they're more scared of you than you are of them but grizzlies like you're dead okay do you want to hear a funny story about grizzly bears i have just one so my dad's good friend really cool guy and he would go bear hunting up in the yukon okay and (laughs) the one year that he went he finds himself so he's on his hunt he's he's slightly separated and he stumbles on or like upon two bear cubs but no mom and then like a fucking movie out of the bushes appears the mother grizzly bear and in that moment he's like I was going to die and you know what happened? what? he pooped his pants (gasps) out of fright and the bear literally took a whiff and she backed off and they left. And so shitting his pants saved his life.
1: That is crazy. And probably exactly <laughs> what would happen to me, truthfully. So just keep it in mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because I was reading things the other day that were, like, bring bear spray, make yourself really big, like, back away, and then, like, they're, like, if all else fails, lie face down, cover your neck, protect your internal organs, and just play dead. And I'm, like, can you imagine lying on the ground while a grizzly's, like, sniffing at you? Yeah,
0: no, grizzlies just... are the hardest to, to get out of, like, you can't make yourself big, though, with grizzly bears, that's only black bears, because, like, you'll, yeah. you'll it'll get into a turf war if you try to make yourself big with uh yeah. with grizzlies but other than that anyways. i think the yukon will be amazing so <laughs> yes
1: we're, we're picking short hikes where like we're not going to be like deep deep on a trail that's good ideally yeah. and it is like the salmon are going upstream that time of year so also a lot of they'll the be busy are attracted down to the water
0: so yeah okay very cool
1: anyways yes that's what's what's up with you what's new with you
0: okay well first off i feel like April is the busiest month ever. So we had Hugo's birthday. Then it was Easter. And I really outdid myself, if I do say so myself, <laughs> in regards to the culinary pursuits that I pursued. Your Easter or, like, spread looked so good. Thank you. Yeah, it, it tasted really good, too, which, like, sometimes something looks so good. And then I tried it. I was like, mm, this is a 6 out of 10 there.
1: This is, We could have done better <laughs> with this you, one. hot cross buns?
0: I actually didn't this year, but... But I saw this recipe, which next year, it's like a hot crust buns porridge. Like you do like a cake with them after, or like a morning kind of coffee Ooh, cake cool. rendition thing. So I'm going to save them for, for next year. Yeah, to do that. That was really cool. Yeah, no, I, I made a challah bread, a few challah bread loaves. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that was, that was my very fancy baking of, of Easter. And then the rest of this month, so we have... We, I run or I help run our family's blueberry patch and you get a little bit of rest with blueberries, but you know, already we have our sights set to the season in July, but first we need to do our pruning because we did a bunch of pruning in the fall and then we have to do like the spring pruning. And then next week we have a wedding and then it's my mother-in-law's birthday, so I just I think it's because I don't get to do my regular weekend routines like when we have all this stuff going on. So I feel like I'm getting a little crazy. But yeah, I <laughs> yeah, know that I being busy you. is like not new for me. But it's just like when people are like, how are you? I'm like busy. <laughs>
1: it's like my yeah. response I need to stop
0: doing that
1: no I know I was thinking about that a lot lately actually not like not oh my god maybe he says she's busy all the time that's not what I mean <laughs> just that like for me I am I'm, I'm starting because I was super busy in March and I like really started picking up on like how every time someone was like how's it going I'd be like oh work uh and I'm like ew don't be that person yeah but it's so like, now, like work what do I say like,
0: good i know it's hard to do my creative activities but failing like i have i have literally maybe like two hours left on this like enormous painting that i've been doing for my mom for like a millennia but i want to take my time with it and like i could finish it faster but i haven't and that's that's how i know i'm too busy because mm-hmm. i haven't been able to finish that right and like hugo is transitioning to one nap and I know so far the journey of Hugo, I'm like, it's easy. If you have got a bad attitude, it's gonna be rough, but no fucking transitioning from two naps to one nap has been a time and a half. So yeah, that's that. Why don't you tell us what we're talking about today?
1: I mean, kind of going off of talking about like life routines and stuff like that, I really wanna talk about morning routines this week, cause I've been thinking about them a lot recently and just like what you can do in the morning to kind of shape how the rest of your day is going to go or at least like try to shape it because obviously yes, like yeah. <laughs> so many things can get in the way and like completely derail your day but what do you think of morning routines like do you have one
0: so technically yes but i also have like multiple morning routines This is going to be a long answer because I was like, what a fucking loaded question. First, I was a little, (laughs) I was like, I have a baby, Kim. My morning routines are, you know, but then I thought about it. I was like, no, no, it's there. It's just a lot to unpackage. So yeah, yeah, a lot of my morning routine revolves around Hugo and if I can wake up before him. So his wake up time is usually after 6.30 a.m., but sometimes as early as 6.00. And like I'll let him hang out like the we get him from his room at 7 a.m. And eventually I want to get him like a baby alarm clock that it goes from blue to yellow when baby can like call out or like it's time to get out of bed and play or whatever. Usually I'll wake up. First thing I do is like five minutes of stretches in my bed. Cause I watched like a yoga in bed and I love it. And it's just such a good way. I'm Oh my like, God,
1: send me the link to that. Yeah, I
0: have, I have <laughs> so many of them and they're so like literally like not even five minutes. And it's like, you know, when you're like in bed anyway and you're like, mm, yeah, mm, but it's productive and it's actually targeting things. And it's just a really good way to like, before I even step out of bed, I'm feeling a little bit more alive. And then yeah. I open a window. I watched Marie Kondo talk about opening a window, dispelling bad energy, but for me, I'm just there for the shot of fresh air.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: and then it's like my shortened face routine. I do like a longer one in the evening because I just have more time and I just like to decompress with it. Yeah. And then I'll get dressed and then I'll I'll head over to the human. That's my like basic routine sometimes it's done in like 25 minutes sometimes it's an hour sometimes it's literally three minutes while he's crying i'm like i'm coming oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so then saturdays are my sleep in days can you guess what time i sleep into
1: like seven <laughs>
0: eight a.m yeah <laughs> okay so saturdays are like cleaning days and tilo will hang out with hugo because he doesn't really get to see him throughout the week like especially if he comes home late then he'll it sucks right because like hugo goes to bed at like six tilo gets home at like five normally if he's late then like he misses that like hour with him at night yeah yeah so he hangs out with him all day saturday So I get all the cleaning for the house done. And so when we're busy on a Saturday and I can't clean everything the way I want to, I'm just like, ah.
1: Yeah, that's the worst feeling. Right? It's like not having a quiet Sunday and then you're like, oh my God, I have to work the next day. And you feel like you just like didn't get that. Yeah, that's why I love. peace of
0: your weekend. Yeah, I love uh, often religions will like, you know, we're religious and and for us, Sundays is supposed to be a day of rest. And I like that a lot of religions have this. This kind of emphasis on having a day where you try not to do as much, you you keep it quiet and you give yourself that break because like going back to an episode way back when when we we're talking about like hustle culture and you know the boss babes and stuff that it's like you need that day to just have a moment. But yeah, you need
1: that day to function at your like best. The, the rest, rest of, of the it, week. yes. And exactly. like yeah, I'm always like that with like if I stay over outside of like my house, like if I'm at, like a friend's house or something overnight on the weekends, I'm, like, get up and go Sunday morning. Like, I want to be home by noon. I want the afternoon to chill. Exactly. And, like, and be and clean. Get ready. And, like, have, like, my laundry done. Pack your backpack Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> A lot of my trauma comes from not being able to pack my backpack for school for Monday morning. So, but you know what? Honestly, I think I'm, like, some sort of animal because I think if you were to... Hide me away for a year. I could tell you what season it was. In the spring and <laughs> summer, I wake up mad early, fully refreshed, yeah. ready to hit the garden. The blue light of the morning is like my haven, you know, in that little mm-hmm. quiet before everyone is up. But in the winter, there is literally nothing that will get me up before Hugo. And so, like, I'll sleep in until literally he is screaming and it's 7 a.m. and I have to go. And, like, Again, this is the longest answer ever, but I remember reading this blog post of a mom who would start her day at 4am, table to work out, clean, do some of her own work, spend some time with herself, and I was like, that's definitely not human, but I can see the appeal of it.
1: I totally relate to that, though. Like, I, as soon as, like, the time changes in the winter and we have those darker mornings, I'm like, it it doesn't matter (laughs) once I get used to the routine, I'm still... struggling to get up at like, cause I'm a natural early riser. Like, I honestly like hardly ever set my alarm if I'm just like waking up to go to work in the morning because I will yeah. naturally wake up at like seven. Yeah. But in the winter is the only time of year where you'll catch me like 7.30, 7.45 and I'm like still wanting to sleep a little bit. Like yeah. in the summer that never happens. Usually I'm like 6.30. I'm like naturally waking up.
0: Okay. Hold on. So wait, tell me about what is your morning routine. You obviously have one. Tell me all about it.
1: It's interesting because, like, I guess similar to you, like, I love a morning routine and, like, I definitely have somewhat of a morning routine, but, like, I don't know that I have a solid one. Usually, it depends on the day. Most often I wake up at, like, 7. I usually start work at 7.30 because I prefer, a, like, 7.30 to 3.30 work day and, like, I'm fortunate to be able to do that in my career but more recently i've been thinking a lot about how like i need a more solid morning routine for myself okay that's yeah. not just like i get up and go to work so i've actually started getting up at six and going to the gym first thing and it honestly has given me so much more energy in the mornings bet, yeah. like if if i could like live in a world where i could just do whatever i wanted my like sweet spot for exercising would probably be around like 9 30 in the morning energy okay. wise yeah but, like, getting it done and over with and being, like, home by 7 30 and, like, having Whoa. my breakfast and starting work. Big city it just, girl. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, my productivity. Like, I feel so accomplished and it's, like, not even nine in the morning. It's not an everyday thing for me, but I've been really liking that as a routine and I'll go, like, three or four times a week at that time. Love that. Love that. For um, you. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really liking that. I like the idea of getting up early on, like, the days that I'm not going to the gym too, maybe, like, reading or, like, doing something just, like, you know, even just going downstairs and watching, like, an episode of a TV show before I start work or something (laughs) like that. Name the show, Kim. Just (laughs) right now it's, right now I'm, like, deep into Below Deck. I know what that is. Oh my god. Below Deck follows, like, crews on super yachts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no listen it's so good okay there's like below deck sailing below deck mediterranean <laughs> below deck down under i watch them all and i think i would be such a good deck crew person On a i was boat. thinking that
0: you're scouting for your one-, uh, one day eventual yacht crew and you're like i'm gonna need this kind of
1: attitude
0: and this kind of work oh, yeah. ethic well like
1: it's like such a good show because you get to see the like really rich people that like rent these yachts for the weekend and like it follows like their charters but you're also following 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 the crew through a whole season so you like get to know the crew and like this oh my god don't laugh it's so good that's funny that's funny i can laugh
0: i'm not making fun of you i just i think that's sweet don't laugh (laughs) i'm watching i can't even comment because i watched uh, on netflix it's called is it cake have you heard of it
1: no you didn't watch it I, I did it's actually really good it's, no, i could not refuse my stupid I sisters okay
0: <laughs> put it on and i was like this is dumb and they're like oh we thought for sure you like this like you tend to like baking shows and i was like oh and then they left it on and then i watched the whole season in like a day and a half and i was like that's the fake one and i and i'm just <laughs> I can appreciate, I can appreciate the artistry that goes into it. Like the host is the guy from SNL and... They must be funnier in real life because he doesn't translate the
1: best for me. Oh yeah, I saw that show getting ripped on TikTok for how the host was like not funny, and I'm like, he is literally on SNL. I don't understand how it it must be. It's not translating onto this show because he's like very silly,
0: like kind of like Jim Carrey vibes, where like he'll say things or he'll talk in an accent. And I'm sure that when you're there and you see somebody making a fool of themselves in that way, that you think it's funny. But Kim, you know what? It'll take you a couple of days to watch it, put it into your <laughs> into your lineup. Yeah, no, it was it was cool, and I was like, am I gonna try to bake something realistic? Because this is my toxic trait. I watch a show with professionals who have been doing this for for 30 years, and I'm like. <laughs> i could do it
1: <laughs> oh my god have you watched the chocolate one on netflix
0: okay i don't love the guy what's his name and um anton maybe or anthony something something
1: like that yeah he just
0: rubs me the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is i i haven't watched it but i have considered it but then i saw him really in the good. thing and i'm like i can't So yeah, (laughs) total tangent, but yeah. Yeah,
1: that was a a big tangent. But yes, I would like to, I haven't gotten there yet, but I would like to start continuing to get up at six on the days when I'm not going to the gym and doing something alternative. I just haven't really landed on like what it is that I feel would fit into my routine. And you
0: know what else? Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you know what I also love about us? (laughs) We talk about us all the time, but because you wake up early like this, when I send you a text at 6:30 or at 7 a.m., I know I'll get a response from you. And I yeah, love, I'm like running, running, and answering
1: you on the treadmill. Yeah, I
0: love the morning <laughs> responders, and so I watched the new Kardashians on on Disney Plus, and like uh, I like they I I like it I do, and Chris Jenner is talking about how she starts her day at 4 a.m every day and she's like on the treadmill and she's like it's 7 a.m who doesn't pick up their phone and that's exactly how i feel and i was like i've never vibed harder with somebody than when i'm trying to call my mom and my sisters who they are like perpetual teenagers they stay up so fucking late and they wake up at 11 and i'm like mom you're a grown-up you should answer my call at nine o'clock i called her today and she was like what do you want and i was like (laughs) sorry (laughs) so i appreciate that you two wake up early okay moving on um,
1: okay so backtracking now in order to accomplish your morning routine what time do you go to bed
0: another loaded question but ideally 10 to 10 15 like up to our room bedtime by 10 30 but specifically on fridays because it's my sleeping day on saturday it's usually like much later and like i treat fr- Fridays like my decompression day of the week. Like that is the day where like, I feel like I can stay up late, eat whatever I want, watch whatever stupid show I'm watching. But like, I can be really bad with bedtime. You know, depending on how my day goes, I always wanna make sure that I have enough me time. And I'm very bad. This is something I definitely need to work on when my to-do list hasn't been completed because either I ran out of time when Hugo was with his nanny or I had to do something else or run some errands then I just I can't I hate going to bed thinking like oh I just have a little bit to finish up tomorrow fuck that I'd rather stay up get it done next morning you know fresh slate and like Tilo goes to bed perfectly he goes he would go to bed at like 9 30 every night just like it just I can't I can't do it right and so sometimes I'm like you need to force me but then I'm just like a pain in the ass and he's like it's time for bed I'm like no he's like okay I'm
1: going <laughs> up and I'm like no don't go without me and so <laughs> that's
0: yeah we're, we're we're working on it you know so what about you
1: I mean I love an early bedtime I think ideally for me I would head up to my bed around like 9 nine thirty, 30 and like read and just kind of decompress and stuff for basically as long as it takes for my eyes to get tired so that I'm like falling asleep and then usually I'll switch to an audiobook with okay. like a 10 minute sleep timer that's and like your I family guy
0: my family guy is like, like your audiobook yeah
1: yeah because like sometimes if i'm not doing the audiobook thing if i'm reading a book on my kindle because i can turn my lights out and like read with it oh, right and okay kind of like lying down i'll just read that until my like you know when you're like reading a page and your eyes are like closing Yeah, like that yeah then i'll just like that's when i usually See, go to bed so it's I, I not really a set read, time it's just
0: yeah i don't read books that are not that don't have my like nose in the book and you know everything I read is like way too exciting and it's hard sometimes like I can't read before bed because then I'll be up an extra couple of hours because I'm like I need to know what happens
1: next so (laughs) (laughs) that's why I like the audiobook option because I can kind of like switch from one to the other and then I just set the timer and like usually I'm having to rewind it by like five minutes the next day because I fell asleep like midway through so like it's like a nice way to like still listening to something before i go to sleep but yeah yeah. so it's
0: interesting i've switched to watching my family guy in italian now so i only watch it in italian (laughs) which (laughs) helped my my italian skills i think significantly i can say a lot of ruder things now in italian
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is what we all want to learn when we're learning new languages
0: yeah okay and then like yeah sometimes i'll find myself because I'm doing, like, my Duolingo, like, sometimes I bring it into bed with me, but then I have to make it a point to go and, like, move my phone back on the charger. So, like, I try not to do that. But I mean, like, okay, so speaking of phones, how soon do you check your phone in the morning? Because unlike me, I know that you don't often take your phone into the bedroom, right? You leave it downstairs.
1: Yeah, I usually try and leave it downstairs unless it's, like, a Friday. Like, if it's on the weekend, sometimes I'll bring it up with me just because, like, it's like the weekend, but like during the week, I try to be more firm. Usually, I check my phone as soon as I'm downstairs, if I'm being totally honest. I'm trying really hard to disengage from that and like learn to be phone free more in the mornings, but like it's hard because there's a Is certain that a expectation. Bad thing, of... Though? Res- what? Like to being check phone, your phone? free? Yeah, or like no, yeah, like I to don't check. Your phone it it depends the on it depends on I think what you're doing. If you're engaging like right away, being like, Okay, I'm awake and haven't even gotten out of bed and now I'm on TikTok, then I think <laughs> okay, there's <yeah>. something <laughs> to be said about like that being not necessarily the most like productive way of work. Re- Waking up in the morning, though sometimes it's what you need. Like I think it all just depends on the day, but I'm trying to find the balance between checking my texts and stuff in the morning and not being like sucked right into like social media and stuff like that as soon as I wake up. I'm always happier when I do. Right. I will say though that even though I check my phone pretty immediately upon coming downstairs, I do try and have one day a week, usually on the weekends, when I don't won't check any social media apps like all day, and. Which is honestly, not good for my
0: engagement, honestly, but a good idea.
1: <laughs> well, I guess, like, it depends, obviously, on, like, what you're doing. Like, if you're busy and, like, have things, like, on your agenda and you're kind of, like, running around all day, then, like, you stay off your phone a lot more. But the Definitely, amount of time yeah. that opens up when you, like, eliminate the option of sitting and scrolling, even for, like, five minutes, you pay attention to the TV shows you're watching more. You'll you're be just like, okay, hey, well, I can't scroll Instagram, so I'm gonna read. I'm gonna, like, I don't know, go for a walk. Like, just do things. So that's a big one for me. Yeah. And my final point is that (laughs) on days when I feel like I have, like, a million to-dos in the morning, especially, like, work-wise, I won't open my email until 10.
0: Okay. Yeah. And
1: then it's, like, I can't see who's sending me urgent requests requests and stuff and like yeah that helps me feel like a lot less bombarded but that's a whole other topic long story short I check my phone basically as soon as I go downstairs but I try to get some like degree of limits on my phone in the morning and okay this is not on the topic of phones at all but like I need to know what is your first drink when you get up in the morning and like when are you having it?
0: So, I think I've mentioned it on a previous episode before, but Tilo, my love, brings me a coffee every morning, and I have the best mugs ever. They're like these double insulated glass mugs. So, I wake up to the smell of fresh coffee. And so I usually have a gulp of that like literally the second I wake up and then I chug my soda stream bottle cuz I always bring myself a bottle up the night before if I get thirsty at night then I can just drink that. So like I'll have a gulp of coffee, chug my water and then I continue with that coffee. So that's
1: <laughs> It's a great You always do like the hazelnut coffee, right?
0: The Yeah, burn. so sometimes hazelnut we we coffee. switch it up, but yeah, for the most part, that is my favorite coffee. It's like a hazelnut vanilla. No, just hazelnut cream, I think, from Bulk Barn. You have to be careful because there's a decaffeinated version and you don't want that. (laughs) At least I don't want that. So yeah, it's the best. It's a great way to wake up. And yeah, but the thing is I can function without coffee. Like sometimes if we're somewhere like I don't need the coffee to start my day. I just like it. So when we do have to skip coffee, I don't find myself like in a worse mood or like, Aggravated or whatever else happens when you don't have coffee like I don't have that same biological response. It's just like Yummy, you know, so okay. What's your go-to drink and are you a breakfast person?
1: Okay, my first drink of the day is usually coffee with collagen in it. Which side note, I feel like collagen has made such a massive difference in like my hair health. So highly recommend to anyone. Yeah, I love mine too. Yeah,
0: Bulk Barn, another Bulk Barn. I get my collagen at Bulk Barn, and I love it.
1: Mm -hmm. I order mine. Mine's from this company called Landish. I order it. They're from Montreal. It's like marine collagen from the east coast I think Very but cool. the company is based in Montreal but yes I really like that a lot um I've noticed a big difference and I am for sure a breakfast person like my first thought of the day is always what am I eating and how soon can I eat Good it for
0: you me? and my
1: my current go-to is oatmeal with banana blueberries a little maple syrup and like enough cinnamon for a billion gingerbread cookies Aw, thank you or like...
0: twins that's really? what it has to yeah <laughs> No cinnamon, though, but
1: it is like a cinnamon
0: brown sugar oatmeal. So technically there is cinnamon in there.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. No, it's so good. It tastes like Christmas. Yeah. That's that's usually my go to. Sometimes I put cocoa powder in it and make like a chocolate banana oatmeal, which is also really good. Do you find that your morning routine fits into the days, like I know you said some days you're doing it in an hour and some days you're doing it in three minutes, but maybe when you're not at home, like how does your morning routine change? Because I mean, I realize that's a loaded question when you have a baby because being home makes things so much easier, but like are there elements of your morning rituals that you try to take with you when you're doing things like traveling or just staying away from home? Because I feel like I have a totally different morning ritual when I'm like not here so it's so
0: funny that you pose the question that way because i i'm the person that i want to be when i'm not at home figure that out my morning routine looks so much better when i'm actually not at home and i mean so far we've only traveled to corsica with hugo You know, this kid's first first dip in the ocean was the Mediterranean. Like what kind of bougie life is he already living? But even then I would wake up like hella early. I'd let Hugo and Tilo sleep and then I would do like an extended routine and I would clean up and and do all my skincare stuff, pack everything for the day and I'm just ready to go. I would go outside instead of just opening my window and then sometimes even like throw in like a full workout And I think I just romanticize vacations as if I'm in a movie and, you know, your protagonist can't be caught sleeping in, you know, that's not the kind of main character I want (laughs) to (laughs) be. You know, plus traveling with Tilo means that it's a lot easier with our little angel baby because throughout the week, Tilo's usually gone before he goes even awake, you know? And so, yeah. Okay, so like, as you said, your morning routine of changes when you're traveling how do you feel about you know those these morning rituals being disrupted like does it impact your day
1: it's honestly not something that i've given a whole lot of thought of until recently but i do find when i have a structured routine it does help me feel a lot more grounded i think when you're away from home and traveling especially you feel a bit of like freeness in your headspace kind of like what you said like you're just it's almost like the weight lifts off you a little bit. And Mm -hmm. there's, like, this sense of just, like, this isn't your normal, so you can just kind of, like, let go of those rituals more easily and, like, adapt. And... When I'm at home, there is a degree of routine that I think I rely on a little bit more. I fully feel like you said, like, when I'm traveling, I'm, like, my best self. And, like, you're almost, like, a different version of you when you're traveling. And I've talked to my one of my friends about this. How just, like, the me that I am when I'm, like, you know, on the go and traveling somewhere new is the me that I wish I could be all the time. But for some reason, it only really comes out when I'm, like, away from everything that is my normal. Does it mean
0: that like we're in need of like a shakeup? Like are we are we moving to the UK next week so that I can just be my best self? Is that the answer? (laughs) I
1: think I think a big part of it, at least what I've like always understood, because a lot of the times I'm feeling that way is usually when I'm traveling by myself, is that as much as you might not feel like the pressures of like being a certain way when you are around people that know you and like know you to be a certain person in a certain like type of way it's, like, harder to shake that, I think, yeah. versus when you're traveling and you're in this place where no one knows you and no one really care, like, you know, cares and stuff, you can kind of be like, oh, no, like, that's not for me and, like, whatever. And it's, it's interesting that people have such an issue with being able to, like, change that stuff in their normal life. I don't know. Anyways, that's a whole other tangent.
0: But... Yeah, that's actually an interesting point, though. Like, I wonder... It's almost like a note that you need to be reflective of maybe there are changes that you need to make in your daily life to kind of help close that gap between vacation you and like everyday you. Does that mean you're not like doing enough for yourself during your daily routine to like keep things interesting and and spicy and I don't know that's yeah yeah. I think
1: it has to do with taking risks and the thing with vacations is it's temporary so if you're this new version of you or the way you're acting isn't like working with like who you want to be there's this sense of like it's gonna end in two weeks or whenever it is you're going sure, back home. Yeah. And when people don't, when you're not really around all the people that are, like, normally in your life, like, co-workers and friends family. and family <laughs> yeah.
0: and stuff,
1: you can kind of, like, there's no one that's going to really hold you to who you were on vacation. You can kind of be who you want and, like, almost, like, try on a different version of yourself and then come back to your life and be like no that like i i want to keep this piece i don't want to keep this piece and no one's going to be like remember how you were on vacation yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> be that <laughs> yeah exactly but like it, anyways i i do find that i think the morning routines are important to a certain degree having that ritual can kind of put you in the right headspace for the day oh for sure but i do think there's something to be said about being able to like shake things up and like try on new habits and stuff when you're starting your day yeah do you have a specific alarm clock sound and is it that classic default iphone (laughs) one that sounds like a radar that like you hear in like a movie and it immediately puts you in a bad mood because you just associate it with sleeping (laughs) around?
0: okay so no i don't use the classic default on the iphone it's a combination of the smell of coffee and then i use early riser and hold on, I, I wonder if I can play it. Can you hear that? Yeah. This grinds my gears, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it's it. It's quite peaceful. Yeah, it, it, it amps up though, and then you're like, fuck, I hear you, okay? But I'll tell you, I have, I don't even know what you'd call it, like an ability or like a gift. I don't know, my dad was able to do the same thing, but he never used an alarm clock in his life. And I have the will to wake up to the minute when I want to. I don't use it often because I don't necessarily, like, have to. You know, after having Hugo, I really had to reassess how I did things in the morning. So I try not to be, like, strict on myself right now. Mm-hmm. But I do like to keep to things. So there's there's never any crazy urgency because by 7 a.m., the baby babbling or crying can wake up the, the dead, you know? So, like that's that's the short answer is that I'll rely on the alarm clock a little bit just so that I have I'm guaranteed at least 25 minutes to myself but sometimes I'll turn it off and I just take that extra 20 minutes do you what do you use for right. your alarm yeah
1: my alarm clock is the great british bake off theme song oh yeah you said and, that before and yeah. it, it, it's such like such a happy tone for the day but I'm also someone who likes the alarm okay when i wake up the alarm goes off for 0.2 seconds before I'm awake, and I shut it off. So I never really hear much you of it. You just know then, like, the, first the first three notes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is nice because it hasn't, like, made it. So when I wash the Great British Bake Off, I'm not like, every time I hear the worst. A theme song. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't really hear the theme song that often. But, like, I do kind of want one of those sunlight alarms that wakes you up using light instead yes, of I have. the sound.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're going to yeah. get one for you. We'll get one for me, so... <laughs>
1: Yes, because, like, I think it would work well for me because, like, I grapple with, like, not having an alarm clock in my room that's, like, a a traditional alarm clock and also not wanting my phone in my room. So then I end up, a lot of the time, I'll, like, use my iPad because, like, mostly me not bringing my phone in my room is because I'll, like, end up on, like, TikTok or something. (laughs) So, like, if I can use, like, an iPad where, like, I don't keep social media apps on my iPad, it's just, like a lot easier for me it's to like a set an alarm and yeah. like it's just a thing that i have in my room but it's so massive like i need a better solution <laughs> so like i would like one of those like sunlight alarms i think
0: that's cool i'll have to I, I already think i know what i'm getting you for your birthday but maybe don't get yourself that alarm clock and i'll see what i can do <laughs> but tell me is there something that you'd like to incorporate into your morning routines moving forward
1: Hmm. good question i'd love to maybe learn to just like slow down a bit more like i feel like i've got the like working out down i can get up early i always make my breakfast but i wish i didn't feel like i was like up and checking things off a to-do list as soon as I wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and like I think that's more of a mind over matter thing where I just like if I could mentally convince myself that I'm not on a mission as soon as I get up in the morning then like maybe I would feel a bit more present like I'd say that not necessarily a specific thing but just like learning to really savor the time a little more and not feel like I need to like be powering through stuff to start the work day but is there something you wish you could add into yours
0: yeah so i have i have this goal so right now i do like my language acquisition okay duolingo has these passive aggressive messages and one of them has stuck with me and i was like good job guys basically they're like 15 minutes of duolingo a day can teach you a language what can 15 minutes of social media do and i was like
1: oh. that's so true
0: so when i'm like hanging out and i find myself on instagram i just switch to duolingo and that's been but i think i I want something more structured i do better when i like i so as i'm learning these languages i write down a lot so i either write it in my phone everything i can remember i practice whatever right so Mm -hmm. my goal is to be able to do it at like 5 (laughs) a.m have like an hour (laughs) to myself not feel rushed feel super sharp so that's that's what we're working towards
1: i like that I think that that's like, I wish I, I, I was doing Duolingo for a while and then I like really just dropped off the wagon, but that's something that I'd like to pick back up again.
0: Yeah. So I think this actually wraps up the segment of the show. Now, do you have a philomath for me
1: today? Yes, I do. Now you have to do it the right <laughs> way. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? And now, it's time and for, the now philomath- for the, yeah. and now for the philomath segment. okay so in the theme of today's episode i want to talk about knocker uppers which i swear does not have any sort of sexual innuendo (laughs) attached to it but like when i was like thinking about this week's episode and like writing about it i started thinking about like what what did people do before there was alarm clocks i've always had either an alarm clock or my phone and i'd never really considered like yeah yeah like i'd never really considered what but like my mom had an alarm clock, like, you know, like what did people do to ensure they got up on time when technologies didn't exist? So what I found out is that people would often be woken up by the sound of tapping on their bedroom window. And if you looked outside, you would see a person walking down the street with a large stick that they'd used to knock oh on God. people's windows. And these people were called knocker uppers. So back in the day, alarm clock clocks either just simply didn't exist, or if they did, they were expensive and potentially unreliable. So it was often someone's actual job to make sure that other people in the community woke up on time. So they'd sleep during the day and they'd stay awake mostly at night to ensure that they were awake for their shift, which answered my question about who wakes up the knocker exactly. upper. Yeah, yeah. And they'd stroll down their routes, waking people up like doctors and merchants and people that had to like be up early. And so when the profession first came into existence, they would typically knock on people's doors to wake them up. But on the one hand, people started getting a lot of complaints because it would wake the whole house up, it would wake up neighbors, things like that. And also, say you were a doctor who needed to be wake up, you were paying this knocker-upper like a couple pennies each week to come and wake you up. So if you were inadvertently waking up the surrounding three houses, then you were also waking up people for free. Mm -hmm. Instead, they introduced this long stick that allowed them to knock on individual windows. And it wasn't their only tool because apparently they also used hammers, rattles, and even pea shooters to wake up people <laughs> on their route, which like the vision of someone strolling on the street just lobbing spitballs at people's windows <laughs> to wake them up is so funny to me. I that. And like, just like are traditional alarm clocks that can be really irritating when you don't want to wake up in the morning. Some people really didn't appreciate being woken up, even though they were paying to be woken up, and it wasn't unheard of for someone to toss a bucket of water out their window <gasps> on top of oh the knocker-upper's head. Snooze, <laughs> but like. Yeah, and, like, these people existed, mostly were made redundant in, like, the 40s and 50s, when the rise of the alarm clock really, like, kind of took shape. But in some places in the UK, they were around until the 1970s, which is crazy. And it just, like, it really just begs the question to me, and it's been on my mind ever since I've read this, what was the knocker uppers' morning routine when they found their rituals oh. replaced by the modern day alarm clock?
0: <laughs> that's a good one. Maybe they got into yeah. making alarm clocks, being like, make them waterproof. <laughs> we don't know. What Maybe, yeah. What a perfect tie in! I love that. Yeah. And I think I saw an image of one because I have some vague memory of looking at this and just like quickly reading it, but I didn't know they were called knocker uppers. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. And like
1: there was actually women. Which is interesting at that time period that yeah. there wasn't like a quite a few of the most like popular or like most well known knocker uppers in history were women.
0: Yeah, do they like do like a little sea shanty to get you on? the one ro- 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 woman
1: used the pea shooter to sing a she, song. To, <laughs> no, no she's like, she'd, she'd, I don't know what you, sh- what do you shoot peas out of a pea shooter? What do you, or was it was like little like, yeah, dried peas. Yeah. <laughs> they shoot dried peas at people's shoes. No, they got full pairs coming out of there oh
0: okay no no i feel like like a potato gun generally has potatoes you know but (laughs) love it great math. that does conclude this episode for today so thank you everybody for listening
1: yes and if you want to follow us on instagram you what are you laughing at
0: i thought you were just gonna go into the bye again (laughs)
1: yes bye (laughs) no if you want to follow us on instagram you can find us at adverts and podcast and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a rating and review and we will love you forever and And until next time bye bye